it's time to play. No work today. Catch me lacing up my gym shoes. You get school. Broken ankles everywhere in the crowd. Zachariah with the breakdown. A Bay Area! Welcome to the program, Bay Area and wherever else you're listening. Uh, happy Friday. I hate when people say happy Monday because there's no such thing as a happy Monday. Whatever. But happy Friday on your ride home. Hopefully you have us plugged in. I just got a new Lex. Don't. By the way, Lexus needs yeah free free advertising. Yeah, Flag yeah. on me. Come on, buddy. First and 25 to start. Okay, that's fine. But Lexus, holler at me because I can do advertisements for you. I just bought one of your vehicles and i'm very happy with it but what you can do now is you got an aux and you got a usb mm -hmm. so you can listen to us instead of listening to radio stations and commercials you can listen to us on your ride home on your friday beginning of your weekend i mean why not i mean it's our favorite and your favorite we all know it i mean everybody listening knows it's their favorite the numbers don't lie pal everything on the radio besides us i mean is kind of boring anyway right i, would I say mean there's some good things out there i would say that we're one yeah. And then there's some things after that. I'm talking about on big the radio. Big Levitard fan. The radio. Big Dan Patrick I'm fan. I'm the, the actual radio. Uh, local radio? Uh, that's up for you to decide. Yeah. Love uh, Tolbert and Lund. Let me, let me just leave it at that. Okay. You can follow us <laughs> on all social platforms at No Work Today, spelled the intelligent way. K-N-O-W, work today. He's at Dabbing with Dave. Hey. That is without a G, but with an H. Dabbing with Dave. He's got more followers than us. We're upset about that. Cousin yeah. Ant is always with me riding shotgun as per usual. Per He's usual running voice. the Instagram account. He did post a new post since the last time I accused him of not posting enough. It was Clay Thompson, yeah. my favorite warrior, throwing up the three sign. He's got to be a lot of people's favorite warrior right now. I would assume after hitting a three, and you were saying that we had posted three episodes yeah. on Memorial Day. We're posting a new episode now, getting you ready. Good God. The next game and we're going to react to game one and i want to sprinkle in a little bit of game seven from houston because the audio that we did from that episode did not pan out uh the it way that we wanted terrible. to it didn't but, translate yeah, it was terrible <laughs> thank you charles barkley charles barkley joining the program hey um, folks like i say <laughs> jump shooting teams cannot get it he done. says like i say before everything Period. he says <laughs> like i said um i love charles though. i want to sprinkle all that in there but game game two is not till sunday gentlemen is it right to have two days off in between games one game one day i get but two days it doesn't feel right does they it? stretch it well i think i think they've done the math and i went to school uh, in theory at cal mm -hmm. for mass communications media studies and tell I tell us more well i studied advertising and marketing and all that good stuff i'm sure they've crunched the numbers so to speak so to speak, I'm guessing that Sunday is a day that draws more than other days, and that's why they're putting off two days in between games. Because otherwise, you're not going anywhere. You're not moving from Golden State to Cleveland. You're remaining in the Bay. Why would you need two days in between games? I think from game one through four, they give them two days, and then once you get into five, six, seven, they get a day. Because they knew between LeBron games. was playing. That's the rest. format of the, the finals, I think. Yeah, you know, it, it's the finals, but... Again, if you're not moving cities, I don't get why you'd need more than one day in between games. Right. Normally, you have one day. Like, for the conference finals, you have... Remember? Because the Cavs and the Warriors both went seven games. It was always day after day after day after day after day. So it was a Cavs game, a Warriors game, a Cavs game, a Warriors game, a Cavs game, a Warriors game, until they ultimately met in the finals. I think they're doing it now 
because they've crunched the numbers and they've seen that if you do games on Sunday, then you're going to have higher ratings than if you do games on Saturday. I guess it, yeah, it's usually when people less, are home. Yeah, people yeah. less going out and, yeah. and doing things and more likely to be stuck and glued in front of their television. Absolutely. True. So we will get to the Warriors winning a ridiculous game one of the finals. I was working the majority of the time. Hashtag no work today. Mm-hmm. Slash I sometimes work because I got to keep the you know electricity going for the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only reason why I work. And the only minimal amount of hours that I work is just to keep the lights on for this podcast. But, <laughs> moving, moving forward, Yankee. But quickly, since we didn't get the audio for game seven of the Rockets and the and the Warriors, I, I just want to go back there for a second. Okay. 101-92. Okay. The Rockets missed, and forgive me for my numbers, but look, we're not... If you're coming to us for very complicated numbers and... Specific like, numbers. Yeah, then you're going to the wrong podcast. We're going <laughs> to hit you with entertainment and laughs and dabbing with Dave, smoking and coughing into the microphone, and Cousin Ant somehow being the voice of reason, which I've known him since I was three years old, and never was he the voice of reason, but that's hey, what people are saying on reviews. The Rees. The Rees. The Rees. The voice of Rees. Um, go somewhere else for all those specific stats. But I believe it was somewhere in the vicinity mm-hmm. of 27 straight missed three-pointers. And I do know for a fact that James Harden and Trevor Ariza were two, not a fact at all, again, back to the fuzzy numbers, <laughs> two of 28, I want to say. I'm just going to throw that out there because my internet's not working right now. Two of 28 from the floor. Mm-hmm. Going quickly back to game seven, we'll do a whole micro-macro, and we have the whole summer to talk about the offseason. Mm-hmm. But was there enough of a scare pumped into you? Because the Warriors didn't win that game comfortably. They won that because the Rockets could not hit a shot. Right. And they kind of won despite the Rockets, not because of them. Did you walk away from that series having any sort of pump of fear? And we'll get into game one in a second. Uh, did it make what? The cap- me fear well, the Cavaliers more? You said before they even met in the playoffs mm-hmm. that you were worried about the Rockets. Mm-hmm. You said constantly throughout that you were always in fear of the Rockets. They mm-hmm. took them all the way to game seven after being up 3-2 on them. Mm-hmm. Did you walk away from that thinking that the Warriors are more vulnerable than I, I think most pundits and most fans think? Uh, you know what? I've, I've always considered them in the same place pretty much you know each team is different you know there's different but you can't put Harden and Paul in the same sentence as Curry and KD and Thompson and Green right of course not but I mean it's not just them too you know it's a whole team of players yeah. that they have to I play and go that, I grew a love for as Tucker as and, Ariza yeah, and, and, and Capella and, and Capella as a unit those guys play together really well you know and it matched up to the Warriors pretty darn well I think the same thing with the Cavs they just match up with us nicely as you can see by game one it was a close game it's just different teams you can't really dictate so how do you, you feel. think the Warriors are more vulnerable than they were in years past? I just think that they ha- they have problems in regards to turnovers. Offensive rebounding is a big thing, which we'll yeah. get into more later, yeah. that we have to figure out. I, I think our rotations okay. are a bit funny sometimes, like I've said before. they got to get JaVel in there. We need a big man in the paint. Yeah. Well, th- he played. I think for so long, the Warriors, before we got Bogut, never had a center. <coughs> you know what I mean? Flag right there. And now... Five yards. Yeah, five yards. He turned away. And now we have, we've had a center... Yep. And we've kind of forgotten about him. Yeah. The position. Well, and how important well, it is. Well, Kerr dictates his rotations based on matchups. Right, right, so, right. right. Uh, on defense. You know, as of yesterday, you had McGee in there for six minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Young played 10. McCaw four. Livingston, 18. 
uh, Quentin Cook, zero, but somehow he's on the sheet here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bell played 13. David West played four. So he he's going to play the bigger guys based on the Cavs being a bigger Roster, right. so he, he's playing it based on rotations. But real quickly here, uh, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention we're brought to you by the Lumber Baron. Go to thelumberbaron.com, get ten percent off your next decking or fencing order. Great face, Dave. Go ahead and use your sensual and sexual voice to throw out the hotline <laughs> number where people can leave messages. We now have three, Dave. Great face, Dave, and cousin Ant. We have three messages that people have left. Once we get to like that's beautiful six or seven. Once we get to six or seven. Dave is going to listen to the messages organically and for the five. first time. A solid five. Five? Yeah. Okay. He's going to listen to them for the first time, and he's going to record a podcast that's going to be by himself. Me and Ant will be in the background laughing at uh-huh. him, yeah. probably for the most part. But <laughs> we will be listening to Dave reacting to your voicemail. So if the people want to react to anything that we say, whether it's rating bears or colors or, uh, I'm sorry, not bears, animals. I just had bears animals? in my top three. That's why I said bears. Animals, colors, what else did we rank? Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. What else did we rank? Jordans. Jordans. If you want to rank anything, you may do so. Or if you want to weigh in on any sports commentary, you may do so at what number, Dave? You can always call in at 530-408-6339, and we'll be right there for you. You sound <laughs> you sound like a guy. One more time with the number. 530 Five three zero four zero eight sixty three thirty nine. That's from what city, Dave? That's from Weed, California. Weed, California. And uh, you sound like a guy that would get hired routinely, even though he shouldn't be because of how generic he sounds. That's how you sound when you read the phone number. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead and call in there. Give uh, us a call. Follow us on all platforms. He's at Dabbing with Dave. That's without a G, but it's with an H. Dabbing with Dave, not dabbing with Dave. With. Uh, he's at the Rees 510. Mm-hmm. If you want to know the name, then you know what? Listen longer and we'll tell you as time unfolds. I'm at Zach Sports, Z-A-K Sports, and uh, we are on all platforms at No Work Today, K-N-O-W Work Today. All right, game one, 124-114 mm-hmm. in overtime. Mm-hmm. I've got my notes here, gentlemen, and you know how much I love my notes. Gotta love them. Gotta love Love to take notes. Now, I was working for the majority of the game, watched it last night, a little bit hazy, May or may not have had a couple on my way back from, uh, from work. Uh, work is good like that. When you work at a bar, it's kind of easy to have a couple on your way back. But then I watched it again this morning. And then I watched the third, the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter again today. So I've seen it, if you combined everything, probably one and a half times. Okay. By, by my math. I'll give you that. Watched it once at work, once hazy, and then the third and the fourth quarter. I think all those three things combined equals one and a half. My biggest takeaway was this. Number one, mm-hmm. and I said this before, and I, I don't mean to cause controversy or do this whole debate between Jordan and LeBron, but if you're sitting back and doing anything other than appreciating what you're watching out of LeBron James, I literally feel bad for you because I'm telling you right now, fast forward not even 50 years, fast forward 100 years, there are going to be people, there are going to be basketball fans that are going to wish that they witnessed and I don't mean that pun intended because he has witness or does he have witness tattooed somewhere on him? Yeah. I know he has the chosen one on his back. I think does there was witness somewhere. I think that was uh, witness a, is a like logo the Nike exactly. campaign, right? Okay. That's free advertising right there. They're going to wish that they witnessed this. So we watched Jordan. Now, I was born in 83, so my Jordan memory is more from a younger age, but we've watched Jordan and LeBron. This LeBron thing. The fact that he took this terrible team to the finals 
And I told you that I was going to regret picking against them, and I did pick against them, and I regret picking against them. While I'm the first one to say when I'm right, I will also be the first one to say when I'm wrong. I was terribly wrong there. I should have never picked against them, but I knew it when I did it. I hate to say that I was right even when I was wrong, but I was right when I was wrong. I said while picking against, while being wrong, I said that you'd be an idiot to pick against them, and I and I'll regret it the second that I do it. And then it came about that I regretted it. It came to fruition. And then to be in game one on the road and be that close. And we'll get into specifics here in a second. But JR going JR, if you will, that should be a shirt. There should be a shirt of like JR Smith smoking something in a strip club <laughs> JR going with JR. like with like dollars like falling down on him, like raining on him, smoking a blunt next to a stripper, and the the shirt should read JR, and then on the back should be gone JR. Because that's exactly what he did. And you can talk about look, He did JR. There's a bunch of specifics that we can talk about other than what J.R. Smith did. Exactly. But this is ultimately down to J.R. Yeah. He's you get the ball. Right there in front of the hoop. Either call a timeout or, immediately or, or shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ran the other way. Once he was running the other way, Tyron Lou should have just uh, called a timeout, though. But I do have to say, prior to that, did you see the box out on KD? KD, give it a little bit more shove. Well, okay, well, uh, two things on that. Number one. JR pushed his ass off. But number two, I will give you, you want more tenacity. You want more passion out of KD on that blockout. He looked a little bit too lackadaisical for my liking. But I think KD, JR pushed off like a motherfucker. I think KD. That'd be a foul and pick up. He, pu- he pushed off. I think KD may be a little bit tired. His, I could see He's that. missing a lot of shots. I can't do this he's tired st- thing. He's still, I mean, what do you mean? You, yeah, go, you go through a whole doesn't matter, man. You have time off Se- in between games, Ant. When you're the premier scorer on a team and you're going as hard as you can every night, it takes a toll on you for years and years. I don't know, but what did he get last night? Durant finished a horrible 8 of 22. He did have 26 points, 9 of 10 from the free throw line. Only 1 of 7 from behind the arc, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Nine Those rebounds. are good numbers. Only 1 turnover, 3 fouls. He was a plus 17. Yeah. 1 of 7 is bad. 8 of 22 is bad. He was bad down the stretch. Steph Curry was 11 of 23, 5 of 11 from behind the arc, 29 points. Klay Thompson was 8 of 16, 5 of 10 from behind the arc, 24 points. They did well all across the board, but then you're dealing with this absolute monster of 51 points from Bron Bron. 51. 19 of 32. 19 of 32. From the floor, 10 of 11 from the free throw line, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. He had a fantastic game. Fantastic game. And you've got to miss me with the tired thing. The tired thing I cannot do. You cannot. You cannot hit me with that. What's the first Bless thing? You. What's the first thing to go when your legs are tired? Your shot. What's the first thing to go when your yes, legs are tired? Your shot. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, so you look at his shot attempts. I thought the question was what? What's the first thing to go? And then my answer was going to be your legs. But you combine it into one. Yeah, That's yeah. why I confused yeah, yeah. But I got you. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing to go when your legs are tired or your, it, is your is shot. Your shot. So you. you can tell well, by... no. I mean, how is that any more than going to the cup goes when your legs are shot? What do you mean? How is your jump shot any more likely to go than you drive into the cup when your legs are shot? I would say that you drive into the cup is more likely to it's go. It's the motion of shooting that requires your legs to have a little bit of up to them that when they don't, alters your shot. Therefore, you miss more. These are damn near billionaire... Athletes. I understand that, but you're a human being. You still get that tired. Are, they have the highest of technologies to that make sure that they matter. are not tired. You cannot hit me with Z, tired. If you Ant. played five games this week, 
right? Yes. You would be tired on Saturday and this Sunday. This is one game. <laughs> Just imagine doing it for 10 years every other few months for but the rest of your so life. But they have so much rest in between. It doesn't matter, man. You play a season of however many games, you're going to be tired by the end of the season. Fair enough. Going through with seven games with the Rockets, it's not an easy job. All right. I'm not giving him a pass. Great face, Dave. Your thoughts? My thoughts are they're all tired. They're all going to be missing their shots. But it, at the end of the day, it was... <laughs> The best thing to see JR run with that ball. <laughs> it was a great thing to see how the Warriors came together and played like the Warriors in the overtime. And then uh, I know we're going to talk about it, but I. Such a flag on you, by the way, for that. <laughs> I'm sorry to back you up, but I got to back you up. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Just the generic, so nice to see the Warriors coming together and playing like they would towards the end. Like, like don't bring that to this podcast. This is. They, this is not the podcast for people to come for that sort of breakdown of the generic. Like you sounded like a season, you sounded like a salesman trying to get me to sign up for season tickets. Uh, they just played together in that last Their game. Their hearts we, came together. We, we'd really like you to sign up for eighty-one games here. <laughs> just don't do that. I think you're. I, I think I think if you're a war I think if you're a Warriors fan, you're worried about that 19 re- offensive rebounds the Cavs had and the four that the Warriors had. I think that played a big part. You in knew the game. that was going to happen, though. Well, I think that speaks. It's different styles. That speaks to having a big man in the game where we need those offensive rebounds. So who do you want to see more? Those are second. You saw McGee. The, those I are, love McGee. You want to see Zaza? I would like to see more McGee. And you want to see Zaza too, or no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Little iffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said this in the last podcast that didn't get aired was I wanted to see more McGee. And McGee came out and he showed. I've always been a big McGee guy. Me too. I don't understand why he's out, he doesn't get a chance. It's the matchups. Well, yeah, the matchups, he, but this one calls did for Did you see it? Yeah. Because he can block out Thompson. But he, yeah. he came out there and locked up LeBron a little bit yesterday. He did. He did. He stepped up and played defense on him. It was him. great to see that. I mean, LeBron had four O boards. Kevin Love had two. Tristan Thompson had two. Uh, George Hill had one. J.R. Smith had three. Lance Jr. had four. Jeff Green had two. Clarkson had one. A total of 19 O boards for the Cavs, and as you said, four for the Warriors. That is a bit of a concern, but not so much for me because I knew that going in. It's kind of like saying, I don't know, every single comparison I ever want to do always ties into Jessica Alva, so I'm going to just move on from what my comparison was going to be. Please, please but do. the point is, yeah. I'm not shocked by the 19. I mean, that's a little bit larger of a discrepancy mm-hmm. than I thought, mm-hmm. but I'm not shocked by 19 to 4. It alters the game because you give them second shot. Of attempts, course, you know what I mean? oh, no, so, they yeah, need to shore it plays up. a part. That I mean, that. But I'm I'm promising you this. Well, not promising. I would bet on this for the entirety of the series, whether it goes four games or seven. Mm-hmm. The Cavs are going to have more O boards than the Warriors. Yeah, but you want that to be as closer, closer. Yeah, as I'm close as you can get no, it. Though. I'm with you on. That. I'm, I'm and the not, only way that's going to happen is that. if you put somebody in the game who can get rebounds, and Looney is just not able to do it. No, the Looney, reason Looney is in the game is so he can stay on Kevin Love, who, tot- totally who would go agree. around, who would play around with Kevin uh, Javale McGee. Totally agree. But West did have four minutes. Bell, whether you want to call him a center or a power forward, he had thirteen minutes, and McGee had six minutes. I don't know why they don't play McGee more. I would actually put Pachu- honestly, I would take Bell off, even though I love Bell's athleticism. Mm-hmm. I don't think his mistakes don't make up for what he does. 
athletic-wise. Mm-hmm. I would take Bell off. He's a rookie, I would though. take Looney off, uh-huh. and I would play. I thought Looney played well. I would play. He did play well. He was he, moving. He was moving he was in four cuts. Five, he was four or five from the floor. He had four rebounds. He was a minus 10. He had four fouls, but that's not. I mean, you can't always look at plus minus. The point is, he played fine, but I would take Looney off, and I would take Bell off, and I'd play McGee more. I would play Westmore, and I would play Zaza more. Zaza didn't see the floor. Yeah, that's a weird situation, man, because we won a championship with that guy before. And I know. Well, like I said, it all goes back to like that was when he was playing the he was playing the Bogut role. It goes back to all those years we didn't have a center here with the Warriors, and we were searching for it for such a long time. They finally <laughs> you're saying got, you're jaded. <laughs> I'm saying Warrior Nation is jaded because they haven't had a center. No, they I'm, tried so hard. How many different guys did they try? Who was the uh, Andres Bedrins? Uh, yeah, Bedrins. Who, who was the Irish guy that wasn't Irish? <laughs> no idea. Mix something. No idea. Oh come on! <laughs> he played with Toronto after he had a Mick in his name, but he was black. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I said it anyway. All right, uh, let me get to my game notes here so we can break down and finally get to like the final minutes of the game, which Please is probably do. the most important. Bronze, ridiculous and one to, I believe, take the lead with 40 seconds to go. Yeah. He like double collect. I mean, it was, it he was insane. He just powered through those guys. Yeah. Then, for all the people out there, and by the way, we love when you call in. Hotline is 530-408-6339. You want to give it to him again, Dave, in your sultry voice? Ahead, That's 530-408-6339. Again, he sounds like he's selling sex. We're not. We're just asking you to leave voicemails for us. If you want to call in <laughs> Just leave us that, anything you want. Uh, the majority like if you want to talk about your day, the, if you want to... That's true. You know, you can talk about the cookie monster. You can talk about your favorite color, your favorite animal, your favorite anything Ninja you, turtle. Anything, anything that pops that you on your want. mind. On you your can, drive home, if you just when you're done with the podcast, yeah. just you can give lace, us a call. You can lace into us if it makes you feel better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. actually, we're going to have more fun if you hate on us at 530-408-6339. Yeah, but tell us how shitty we are. If you want to weigh in on any of that, when I was watching that mm-hmm. coming down the stretch, mm-hmm. and for the people that have called in, their main suggestion is make your podcast longer. So it'll get longer here because I have a ton to get to just in the last... 40 seconds of the game, I have a ton to get into. Mm-hmm. The blocking foul on LeBron, which was originally ruled a charge, they went to the review. I have no problem with the call. Me either. It was a block. It was. What I have a problem with is them going to review for that. Now, I'm all for getting like catches right in football. I want like If he caught it and you ruled it the other way, I want it to be reviewed so that it's properly decided. Here's why. Why do they say they were reviewing it? Because if you're in the restricted zone, within it, two minutes, it's a reviewable play. Within two minutes, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that being reviewed. I think that it was a block, and I hate that it was called a block. And I'm not rooting for the Cavs. I'm rooting for the Warriors. I'm rooting for the Warriors, and I was sickened by the fact that they went to the booth to go back there and go, okay, we called it a charge, but now we're calling it a block. Two free throws for Durant. That's bullshit. He should have got the call right in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it was... (laughs) It is a little bit weird. I can't remember a time that that's happened before in that situation. I don't think in it the ever fi- has. That's the first time in the finals. I would remember it, I believe. I mean, my memory's horrible. Mm-hmm. But I believe that I would remember it if 
that had happened before. That being said, it was the right call. It was the right call, but it's bullshit that they even had to go to it to even see it. But it's and I don't know why I have conflicting views on a wide receiver catching a ball and me wanting that to be right. And that call, well, to me, there's something different between somebody catching the ball and it being an actual catch and you getting that right, and then that bullshit blocking, charging, differential, and overturning. I think the purpose of it is, you know, that late in the game when a call could make such a big difference, they want them to be able to get it exactly right. So they implement the replay. Within That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Because it was a big play and it was a big call. So it kind of did work the way it was did supposed to. Did it not feel like horseshit? <laughs> Imagine that you were a Cavs fan. Yeah. Does that not feel like horseshit? Oh, it's got to feel like it. It does. It does. It's got to. I mean, it felt dirty. The whole win felt dirty. That being said, it would have been a missed call the other way. If they weren't able to look, it would have been the wrong call. But I would have been okay with that because that's what you called in the moment. In the moment for me, and again, I don't know why, Ant, cousin Ant, hear Mm. me out. I don't know why this is different for me than football. In football, if there was a catch, let's Mm. say the Browns were playing the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Is that the best equivalent to Warriors-Cavs? Let's say the Browns were playing the Raiders, and (laughs) there was a catch that was called an incomplete pass, and then they reviewed it, and they called it a catch. I'd be okay with that. I don't know why I'm okay with that, and I'm not okay with what happened last night. But what happened last night felt dirty. You called it a charge in the moment, then you went to go review it. He was outside the restricted area, but it was a clear block. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm disagreeing with is just the act of reviewing it, and I don't know why I feel dirty about that and not dirty about the NFL overturning the case. Probably because it's the first time that it's happened, and... Or maybe the first. Maybe. I think that the ref that called the charge looked at the other ref, and the the other ref had another look in his face like, no, that's a block call. No, I know that. I know that. I know one called it a charge and one called it a block, which is why they went to go review it. It still doesn't change how I feel about it. When you're watching it in the moment, (laughs) I'm sorry. When you're watching it in the moment, I say this for the 15th time, I don't get why I have no problem with it in the NFL, but a big problem with it in the NBA. But when I'm watching it in real time, it felt dirty that they went back to go review that, and then all of a sudden, Katie's at the line, Feels as opposed weird. to the Cavs having the rock. Give us weird. a call and let us know at 530-408-6339. Again, not selling sex talk. We are selling just you leaving voicemails for us for Dave to review. <laughs> uh, he makes it sound like sex talk. It's not that. Okay. You can uh, call and do sex talk. Kevin Maurer called it a charge. Horse shit to call it in the first place for two different refs to have it. And I get why they met. It was such an obvious block. Let's move on. Even to the naked eye as it happened. After that, LeBron ridiculous double clutch layup to tie it up. He's a beast. Insane. Yeah. You already said that. Do you know what play I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was there was two of the. There was the N one and there was the N one, and there was the one that wasn't a foul call. <laughs> they, they, but were, si- they were similar call. plays, though. Yeah, yeah. The switching of the very hands. similar, but the second one was a double clutch. He just made it more. He ridiculous. just overpowers yeah. people, man. He's insane. He's amazing. He's insane. Fif- Curry's ridiculous N one. Curry's driving pass. the lane, yeah. getting knocked down. Yeah. His pass behind the back. That, that was, was insane. that was to go up one. Okay, here we go now. Because we could, we, we, uh, there were so many elements of this game that we could spend entire podcasts on. And hopefully all you people telling us that we need to make nine-hour-long podcasts, <laughs> you'll be happy with this long-ass podcast. Now we're going to get to the nitty-gritty. To the nitty-gritty. Clay Thompson. I got a little Clay Thompson stat right here. Only player on the Warriors who's been in every playoff game the last four years. That's good. That's real good. Look at you, stat of the day. 
young uh, Tim Kirchin out here. <laughs> this guy's got the stats for us. I like that. That's good. Really? Yeah. Only Warrior player to play every playoff game since? Four years. Even when Mark Jackson was there. Wow. Since you brought up Clay, how do yeah. you feel when he went to the locker room in the beginning of the game? Well, he was limping a little bit towards it. It looked like it hurt a lot. Do you I think, think he's... Sorry. It's probably hurting today. Well, here's the thing. It's hurting today. Five days in between. Not literally, <laughs> but they got three days in between. It hurts days. worse the next day, though. That, yeah, I know. Yeah. What well, was it specifically, did they say? A left leg contusion? Inside leg contusion Same or something? Same thing as uh, like Andre? Groin? I don't think it was. I think was Andre's is knee. Okay. And this is Clay's leg. That's better if it's leg than knee, right? It looked like a, he was in pain. Yeah, he was yeah. writhing in pain on the floor. Anyways, Clay Thompson <laughs> mauls George Hill. Which shocked me a little bit. He's limited the way he can move. It. He was gonna, he was going to get beat for the layup. It might be a grind. No, but Clay's got good. De- he could have he could have recovered on that. No. I was surprised that he fouled him. You he, weren't. You would have mauled him. Same spot. No, no, I wouldn't have mauled him. What was the score okay. at that point? Yeah, it was up a, by one or a it was a weird. One. It was a up by one. He'll flopped a little bit. You know he. he nah, he I mean, used the moment as much as everybody does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not any more than it. It was a funny foul call, does. but you know. He Fair bit. enough. Yeah, yeah. So he mauls yep. George Hill. George uh-huh. Hill goes to the line. He hits the first one. Okay. Much to JaVale McGee's. By the way, if you're not watching the bench, I don't know what you guys watch. I don't even watch the players on the court, which might may or may not be good for this podcast. During I watch throws? the bench. I watch the bench <laughs> during what? free throws. Oh, okay, yeah. And JaVale <laughs> McGee looked like somebody took his liver out of his body, <laughs> like Mortal Kombat, finishing <laughs> yeah. when he hit the first free throw. Then he misses the second. J.R. Smith grabs it. Now, okay, quickly here so we can move on to the meat of the argument. Uh-huh. Did you think that KD did a good enough job of blocking out J.R. Smith? Because I thought J.R. Smith pushed off like a motherfucker. He could have put more effort into it for sure. And? I just think that it reflects on his, you know, energy level. When you're not hustling on certain plays like that, it's because you got to be tired or you don't want it, which I know he does want the championship. Did J.R. Smith push off? Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Here's a better question. Here's here's actually here's the other side of that question. What? Did KD allow J.R. Smith to push him around? (laughs) No, actually, you laugh. (laughs) Yeah. And you should at pretty much anything uh, Great Face Dave says. (laughs) But there's actually a lot of truth in that. I will take more meat off the bone from that statement than I will any other. It's not that KD didn't try. Mm -hmm. It's not that J.R. Smith pushed off. It's that. KD did not show the type of tenacity that you want out of a guy in game one of the NBA Finals to be showing. So I would say it's a combination of both, but it's more on in the side. In that play. In that play. It's more on the side of KD not wanting it more. JR Smith. You and I in a pickup game, next bucket wins, would never have allowed that rebound. That's the best way I can say it. That's true. And nobody cares about me and you playing pickup hoop, yeah. but you should know that we like to win a lot. And we actually hate to lose more than we like to win. Yeah. Five yards on that. No 15, no 10, just five. Thank you. J.R. Smith's a strong dude, though. Like, doesn't matter. He remember pushed what, off, and Katie didn't want it enough. Remember when you were talking about uh, height to weight yeah. and how you're surprised how yeah. people so tall are like, yeah. so light? Yeah. I mean, I think that played a part in it a little bit. True, true. But if KD was trying as hard, like if, if I told KD you're going to die if you don't get this rebound, he would have got that rebound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is basically my point. So, anyways, he gets the ball and then inexplicably <laughs> runs the great. other way. That and I don't great. know, gentlemen, I ask you of all the options that went down in J.R. Smith's head. Okay. I think the number one highest probability, and I don't want to dilute 
the vote between you two. I don't want to sway it one way or the other, but it's not like you guys listen to me anyway. Yeah, no, you won't. Don't okay. worry about that. My number one thing is that he thought they were up one and he was running the clock yeah. out. The second option is that he literally didn't know that his hoop was there <laughs> and he thought it was on the other side and he thought he was going on a fast break. <laughs> and then the third option, which is what he said, but I think he's lying. I hope you don't pick this option. We have A, B, and C. C would be that he knew it was tied, but thought that he was trying to get the ball, even though I don't know why you take it to half court to get, especially when you had Braun there and you had other people there. doesn't matter. The point is, the one that he said was that he knew it was tied. If he thought that it wasn't tied, he would have just held the ball and waited to get fouled, that he was going to make the best basketball play on the third option. So if A, B, and C, great face, Dave, I ask you which one. I'm gonna go remember with, A, B, and C? Yeah, I'm gonna go with B because I think it's the funniest. Okay. So you thought his you thought hey, look, I'm not even laughing at you. You could a hundred percent be right they that all he make thought sense. That he his grabbed that ball was when, on the other side. When he grabbed that ball yeah. and made his first two steps yes. to the three point line. He thought he was going to the cup. He thought he was going to the cup. Fact. And he looked, he, had a he looked at LeBron like, bro. What are you doing? Where are you We're going? going? We're going. And LeBron has this look on Go his face way. like, no, where are you going, bro? <laughs> like the commercials, Poor like guy. where they're uh, uh, the guy. State yeah. Farm commercials. Yeah. No, no, no reason for the advertisement, but yeah. where they're talking in their minds and they just like had an you argument. State Farm. Checks oh. in the mail. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's Bills what happened. Invoice. That's what happened. Boys. And what do you got, ABC? Hey, boys. Hey. Yeah. I mean, he, he thought they were up one. He didn't they he say? One. Didn't they catch him on? <laughs> yeah. On the on, you on can the read telecast his saying, "I thought we were up one" he, or something like that. They have him, you know, film saying, "I yeah. thought we were up one." Yeah. 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 And LeBron, I mean, I feel so bad. Jeez. You can only imagine the difference <laughs> in preparation for a game between LeBron and Jr. Right? Like, this is what I have: LeBron getting to the arena four hours before the game. Breaking down film, taking notes, pencil and paper, like old school, no computer, pencil and paper, X's and O's, drawing up play. And then I have JR right off of a threesome. Oh my God. Right? Like, come it, on. Like putting out the last breath of smoke <laughs> from his hot box in his uh, terribly expensive car, like car that he shouldn't actually finance, but he doesn't listen to his money manager. <laughs> no. This and is he, what I have JR doing. In your mind. This yeah. is in your mind. Yeah, just totally spent. And, and, and keep in mind, it's Cali weed. He's used to Ohio weed. Which I can only assume is very less intense. Than I'm sure. California. I'm sure he has some people. You know. I mean, you're sticking up for Jr. You no, know what? Because you no. got a little Jr. in you. No, I'm He's got a little Jr. in him. That's why he's sticking up for him right now. No, no. It's still probably California weed, but it's just the weed that we don't smoke. That's he's smoking. Nah, they're getting the good stuff. I'm guessing Jr. did not have the proper amount of sleep. Was not in the proper mental mind state. Right, it was not physically at his peak hey, they, during that moment. They were staying out here, so maybe somebody got to him with some of that God. Cali stuff. If you don't think Jr. was having a threesome and blowing trees <laughs> and fire in the morning the night right before now. the game? You're no. kidding yourself. What do you think Jr. is doing so. right now? Great question. Probably the same things that I'm saying right now. No, all of this is allegedly, by the way. Yeah. Thanks for Ant for being the voice. Come of on, which they called him on <laughs> iTunes. Ant was called the voice of reason. I don't know he or she. I don't want to. Uh, discriminate via gender. But somebody said, Zachariah's great, miss him on 95.7, 
Great Face Dave is hilarious, and Ant is the great voice of reason. And that's because you're such a wild man. I look normal compared to you. Why can't you? Why can't you divulge if it's a male or female if it was said? Because it was a username, like a weird username, where you couldn't tell the gender. Oh, I why see. You, why are you checking me on my gender? Yeah, why does it matter? I don't know. All right, let's move on. So J.R. Smith sprints towards the other corner, okay? And then it's He overtime. went towards the corner. Hilarious. Huh? He went to the corner, which is where you go if you think you're he up one. He only stopped because he saw LeBron like a stepfather stopping him from crossing. He would have went to the other side of the court if, if it wasn't for Braun. No, if you're going to, if you th- really think you have a fast break and nobody's moving with you, you're going up the middle of the court. You're not going to run to the sideline. Fair enough. JVG and Mark Jackson said <laughs> that they didn't know the score. Who Along Mar- with J.R. Smith. Mark Jackson didn't know the score? Everybody, Nobody knew the score. J.R. Smith confused everybody. How? I knew the score. Yeah, everybody knew the score. I got to admit, for a half a second, you I did. was confused. Just by him doing what he really? did, that made just, you confused. Just by his action. Yeah. No, I, I started, knew the score. I started. But when J.R. did that, I thought for a half of a, again, a half of a second. Wouldn't have gone as long as me running towards half court and not trying to score the basket because please believe there's never been a shot that I didn't like. So I, that's, I was a, that's a factor. That's a factor, right? That's a factor. I started laughing immediately on his second step. You knew immediately. I was cackling right. like a well, like. I like had a, a half. I had a half a second where I thought the Cavs were ahead by one. I started just because of what he did. my hands like no. a bear. JVG and Mark Jackson admitted that LeBron James. There has been five total players outside of LeBron that have scored 50 points in the finals. All five of those players won that game. Wow. LeBron lost. Ouch. Draymond Green passing up that layup for Clay to hit the three. This is overtime now. Was just a joke. And then later in the game. Wait, why is that a joke? Why is that a joke? Yeah, why is that a joke? Because. You get the two points. You get the two. If you have a layup. Now, I get it. Wasn't there someone in front of him? No. He had a layup. He had a clear layup, and he passed the ball to Clay for a three. We can go watch it upstairs. These are my notes, pal. Okay. I, I believe you. Conservative. That a boy. That a boy. I believe you. Thank you. But I feel um, very warrior-like. The point is, they were, they were basically fucking with him at that point. They were like, <laughs> Draymond was like, yeah, I got two. How about Clay for three? Clay hits three. Game's basically over. Game's basically over at that point. Mm-hmm. But later in the game. Curry and Clay getting into did you see, a fight with LeBron. Wait, did you see the body language? That's when the body language changed on LeBron like, this game is over. Oh, I, I think he knew before that. No, I think he no but he stood of, underneath uh, the hoop. Absolutely. He stood underneath the hoop, and he stood there for... Oh, I mean, yeah, that's when it was over, over, Dave. But I'm telling you that he knew it was over after regulation. He was defeated mentally once yes. they had to go to OT. Once J.R. Smith took the ball and ran to half court rather than putting it back up and hopefully getting a win, I agree. he knew the shit was a wrap. Yeah. And 51 points and 8-8 eight and eight be damned. And <laughs> one of the greatest finals performances you'll ever see to end in a loss. Well, no, the greatest... Finals performance that yep. you've ever seen end in the loss. Yeah. I just told you the. I think there will be more in the history you know, of the game. Yeah, the other five and one in the I, history. I think he's going to come game. on yeah. Sunday and lose again. <laughs> well, I think most people are picking. Look, this was the game for the Cavs to win. Yeah, and they lost it. Yeah, yeah. that. J.R. Smith lost it, and it's kind of. <laughs> I almost don't feel bad for Cleveland and the fans and the players because when you sign JR, JR going JR. <laughs> JR going JR. If I didn't say that earlier. JR. But back to what you just said a second ago, I would like to know what was said between Clay Thompson. Well, here's the thing. Steph Curry so, and LeBron. So Jeff Van Gundy said Curry started it. 
It was after a layup attempt. The game was pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Curry went to the cup. LeBron blocked it. He had to though. Didn't get called for a foul. Mm-hmm. And then Curry said something to Bron. Curry and Bron are getting into it. Clay comes over, and then the whole Thompson. Livingston thing starts, which is stupid on Thompson's part because Livingston only shot the shot because he didn't want to get a shot clock violation. Mm-hmm. He wasn't doing it to run up the score. It was the same thing with Curry. And Tristan Thompson yes, attempted... Yes, that was different because of the block. I think Curry may have said something about Tristan Thompson bodying him up when he came for that layup because he was down there too. Yes, and he yes. did. He's the one that bumped him before the block blocked him a little bit. Yeah. He but did clip him a little that bit. That was a so. foul more than... The foul at the end of the game was a foul. There was more body on Curry on that layup. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The yeah. way that Thompson did it, shoving the he basketball came at into Green's. No, no. What he got kicked out for was stepping under Livingston and going at him really? hard. Yes, he got kicked out for that. Oh, so what was the... Oh, so the ball to the face was the flagrant too? It was after he got kicked out. Gotcha. He got kicked out, then Dre started clapping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I would say the chippingness was when LeBron was shooting his free throws... To point number fifty and fifty one. Yeah. And and basically Dre like turned to the crowd afterwards, they all pumped, and then like the chippiness started from there. Well we'll see. Has there been any update, cousin Ant, as our uh, stat guy? What? After you dropped that uh factor I on us earlier? As what? Do we have any update on whether or not Thompson or cause Cle- Kevin Love stepped off the bench? When that fight ensued. So he's in suspension. They might suspend him or well, something. Well, they suspended If they suspend him, that, that would be Amari the worst. And, uh, Boris Diaw costs us the fucking Spurs series, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> How mean, long would they get suspended if they did? like a woman scoring it. Yeah, he, uh, one game. He didn't get into the circle or you know of the gotcha. fight or anything. He kind of just stepped out into the court a little bit. I don't see them suspending him for it. So there you go. 124-114. Follow us on all social media platforms at No Work Today, K-N-O-W Work Today iTunes, Google Play, people, go there. Rate, subscribe, review. You've been doing it and listening to us. We appreciate it. Follow him at Dabbing with Dave on all social media platforms. D-A-B-B-I-N-W-I-T-H-D-A-V-E. He's got a ton of followers. More than us. We're not happy about that. Brought to you by the Lumber Baron. <laughs> TheLumberBaron.com. Use the promo code NOWORK today. Get 10% off your next decking or fencing order. For Cousin Ant, for Dabbing with Dave, I'm Zachariah. Maybe enjoy yourself. Factor I. Holla! Factor I.